Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take, take, take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. What's good, family? This your boy, the Psalmist Voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter. And we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with your truly the psalmist voice by appointment only. Saturdays is Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in and all of our podcasts, social media platforms. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise. And let's go! Hey, what's good, family? This is Joe Kia, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life. Over the Weights of War. With Sis Diane LeBrand. Right now on TPV Radio.
that you surrounded Job and his family. Father, we pray, God, that you do the same for this first family. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for every listening ear, God. Do your work, God. For every listening ear that will hear later, God. Do your work, oh God. Extend your love. Open their eyes, God. Show them how much you love them, Father, and you said that you wish that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Father, we pray for the people of Haiti. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, God, that even in all of this, Father, you are Still, God, this may have caught them by mistake, God, but you already knew, oh God. We pray for the people, oh God, of Afghanistan. We pray for the Americans, oh God, that are stuck. Father, only you can make a way out of no way. Father, only you can unlock doors, oh God, that the enemy have locked, Father. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we call on the Holy Ghost fire to pick every lock, God, just like you opened the cell door for Peter to get out. Father, so make a way, God, for these people to live the country, oh God, and they may go to their families in peace, oh God. Lord, we thank you because in everything, God, you are still God. You still sit on the throne, and that's why we praise you. And that's why we worship you. And that's why we love you. Because you said, oh God, that you would never leave us nor forsake us. And Father, your words have been true. So yesterday, today, and forevermore, you remain the same. And we thank you. So we ask that you bless this program. We ask that you have your way. Holy Spirit, clean out my tongue. And you write on my tongue what it is that you need me to say what it is that you want me to say and give me the boldness to say it in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, your name we give praise. Your name we give glory both now and forevermore. And we pray this prayer Father in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. 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 Praise ye the Lord. As I said, you guys, as please do not forget to continue praying for the people of Haiti, amen, there are over 2,000 deaths already. I think they're still looking for people. You know, for those of you who don't know, you know, I am from the Caribbean, amen. My parents are St. Lucian. I was born in Virgin Island on the island of St. Croix. So when when calamity happened to one Caribbean island, amen, we're all sisters, we're all connected. So when one thing happened to to, to one island, amen, we, we all feel it, amen. So we are praying for the people of Haiti. We are praying for the people of Barbados, amen. We are praying for the people of St. Lucia because there's flooding. We are praying for the people of Dominica. You guys, pray, pray, pray. The Bible tells us that the, the earth, is suffering from birth pains. This is just an indication to let us know that Jesus is on his way. You, uh, I know somebody might be saying, oh, my God, I've been hearing this for years, for years, for years, for years. I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70. He's not back yet, but I'm telling you, he's closer than he was 50 years ago. He's closer than he was 60 and 70 years ago. And And as we... As we look around, you can see more and more. And if you read your Bible, if you read Matthew 24, you are seeing it stacking up just like the Bible says, line upon line, precept upon precept. If you go into the book of Revelation, Revelation is right in the newspapers. 
Forget Times, forget USA Today, forget whatever other newspaper. Honey, I'm telling you, Revelation is telling us the truth. Amen. So we want to thank God that before anything happens, the Lord, he always reveals to the prophet. That's why he said, he that have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. So if you saying, Diane, I don't have a pastor, I don't have a leader, baby, ask Jesus to be your pastor. And you get in your Bible and you seek his faith and you read his word. And before you get in that word, always ask the Lord for an understanding of his word. Amen. So I just want to encourage your hearts today. I want to let you know that Jesus loves you. And I want to say to you, it doesn't matter what you are going through. I love it how the uh, the island people and the, the African people said, it doesn't matter what you're passing through. Amen. It doesn't matter what you're passing through. When the children of Israel was going through on dry ground with water on both sides, amen, they were passing through with dangers on the right and on the left. Who knows, maybe a shark swam by. Who knows, maybe a stingray swung by. But guess what? God had them protected that they walk on dry ground. And I am saying to you right now, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're passing through. Do not let the enemy have you think that he got you boxed in like Pharaoh thought he had the children of Israel boxed in. And what did the Lord do? The Lord allowed the children of Israel to go through on dry ground. And when Pharaoh and his 600,000 men and chariots got in the ocean, he told Moses, raise that rod. And Moses raised that rod. Everybody died. And I love what the Lord said. He said, this Egyptian, this Pharaoh that you see, he told him, he said, he will, you will see them no more forever. Now, any English teacher will say, well, that's a double negative. No more forever means the same thing. But God wants us to be so sure. He wants us to be so sure that, that when he speaks the word, no demon or no devil in hell can overturn it. So whatever you're going through, keep your eye on Jesus. He is your way, the truth, and your life. Amen. So we want to thank God for being God in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. So today, you guys, I was I was trying to figure out on, 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 on what to speak today. And there are some days God just drops stuff in your lap. And I was listening to something, and I can't even remember what it was said. All I remember I heard was Matthew 6, 33. And I was sitting there listening to another prophet, and she said that scripture twice. I said, okay, Lord, I got it. I got it. And if you don't know what Matthew 6, 33 says, here we go. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things, what things? The things that we're running after shall be added unto you. Seek ye first. Amen. There are so many times we want to go to God and we want God's hands and that's all we want. We want God to meet our needs. And when he uh, have met our needs, we'd much rather just put him in the corner. It's like your insurance policy or genie in the bottle. I don't know if any of you remember, if you guys are young as I am, there was a TV show called I Dream of Genie. 
and, and, and Jeannie would live in her bottle. And whenever her master summoned her, Jeannie, she would pop out and do for her master what he asked of her, or, or more correctly, what he commanded of her to do. This is not God. God is not in a bottle. You cannot just summon God and say, I need, I need, I need, I need. And then when you get, you get, you get, you just say, okay, go back into your bottle until I need you again. Our God is sovereign. We cannot just use God. Amen. There are so many people in the world who are users, who are sponges. They will suck you dry. They will take everything out of you. And when time comes for you to get something out of them, they have nothing. And most importantly, when you need to pull something out of you, when you need to draw something out of you, because sometimes we can't always find somebody to give us a word. So we have to have the word on the inside of us, like David said, that we have to encourage our own self. The Bible tells us that when David got down, when everything was wrong, when they took their wives and they took their children, they said when the man, the Bible tells us when the man came back from war, they were just broke can destruct but the Bible say what happened after everybody got mad at David David encouraged himself and if you don't know the word of God when a hard time comes that's gonna be the only time you will run to God and that makes you a fair weather believer that means I'm only in it honey for the benefits it's like a gold digger being with a rich man or a rich woman I don't love you. I don't want to be around you. But what you're giving to me is really, really good. And I'm willing to stay here if they smoke. I'm willing to smell your smoke. If they drink, I'm willing to smell your stank uh, liquor breath, whatever it is. But they only want one thing. And as long as they're getting it, amen, they find a way to live with it. That's not our God. Our God said to seek. Seek ye first. Seek. The first thing that he tells us to do when to seek. To seek means you have to dig deep. If you lost a dollar, you know, and you just, oh, it's on the bed. That's not seeking. But if you done turn the house upside down, and I just knew I had this right here. I just, and you go looking and you go looking and you go looking. You pull the bed. You pull the dresser. You open the drawers. You look under the bed. You are seeking and the lord is saying to us in this hour we need to start seeking him not just asking him not just wanting god for what god can give to us he is not a pimp and we're not prostitutes god wants us to seek him not for things but god wants us to seek him for him he wants us to seek him so we can get to know him for who he is, so we can get to have a relationship with him and him alone. If we don't seek God, anybody will be able to tell us anything, and we will drink that Kool-Aid. Amen? The reason why these people drink that Kool-Aid from Jim Jones, because nobody sought God. Nobody got in their own Bible. Nobody got on their knees. They waited for Jim Jones 
to read the word to them. They waited for Jim Jones to tell him when and how to pray. And he used their weakness and their ignorance of the word of God, and he manipulated them into killing their own, their own self and their children. So Jesus is saying to us, seek ye first. And you guys, if you've never sought the Lord before, this is the perfect time to seek God. Because let me tell you something, the things that are going on out in this world, the thing, I don't even listen to the news. I don't listen to the news because I'm telling you, if you listen to the news, the news will have you like an ostrich with your head in the sand. It will have you scared to death. It will have you living a life that Jesus Christ did not die for us to have. So that's why we have to go after God. How do we go after God? You read your word. You get to know somebody by the time you spend with them. The more time you spend with somebody, the more time, the, the, the more you get to know them. The more questions you ask a person about themselves, the more they reveal themselves to you. So the deeper your relationship gets. I've heard people say, don't ask God any questions. The devil is a liar. I was reading in Exodus today, and Moses asked God why so many times. I see why God got upset at Moses, because Moses was the most scariest prophet. That's bad English, I know. He was the scariest prophet that ever walked the face of this earth. Well, that's just in my opinion. It might be somebody else or somebody. But Moses was so fearful. Amen. He, 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 he's like, oh, I, I, I can't speak, uh, you know, my, Bell, I can't speak, uh, I, I have a stammering lip, why don't you call Aaron? Now, this is what this tells me. Sometimes we ask God to use other people, and God is saying, no, I did not call Sally, I call you, but because we are not seeking God. We cannot tell, we cannot discern that it is our time. It's okay for us to be cheerleaders and rah, 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 and you go, go, and this, that, and the other. But there are days when God will tell you, put down them pom-poms, and it's time for you to get in the game. And if you get in the game and you are not equipped, if you get in the game and you are not dressed properly, if you get in the game and you don't know the game plan, you will get cream. So how do you seek? You get in the Word. How do you seek? You pray. How do you seek? You listen to messages. You listen to radio stations like this that gives you the Word of God. You may not like it, but it's what God says. Someday you will thank God that we told you the truth. Because some people, they think that the word of God is supposed to be only sugar. But let me tell you, there are some things that God will tell you that will cut you. And we need that cutting because if he does not cut it, it's going to keep us from reaching the destiny that he has called us to seek. So the Lord tells us to seek him. Seek him when? Seek him first. Seek him first. Now, I'm not telling you uh, don't go to school. I'm not telling you don't start a business. I'm not telling you don't travel. I'm not telling you don't do anything. But seek 
him first. When I married my ex-husband, I never sought God. I was a woman who was desperate. I was a woman who was broken. I was a woman who had been rejected. I was a woman who had been molested and I had been abused every which way but loose. And when that man came into my life, because he did not look like the father of my children, because he did not look like the other ex-boyfriend, I did not realize he was not just as bad, but he was worse. Had I gotten in my Bible, had I stopped the Lord, God would have said no. And can I tell you something? God is so good. Even though I did not seek him, he was still telling me no. But because I could not understand, I can be a strong woman, just me and God alone. I thought I needed a man to complete me. And what I needed was God. So what happened? That marriage was a wreck. Everything I thought he was not is exactly and absolutely what he was. That's why I call him the perfect chameleon. Whatever the climate was, whatever the atmosphere was, whoever was in the place and the time where he was, he became that. He became that. A very deceptive man. A man that would lie, look you dead in the eyes, don't blink. A man that would pretend like, oh, I was just the apple of his eyes. But the minute we were out of the sight of people, the way he talked to me, the names he would call me, how he would put his hand on me, God told me. But I did not listen. You know why? Because I believe when God tells us something and we have the word on the inside like a magnet, it connects and it wakes us up. But because I did not have the word, even though he was calling me and he was telling me, wake up, wake up, dummy, wake up, wake up, wake up. His bad news. Because I never sought God for God, I messed up. So he said, seek him first. First thing we do is seek God. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tell us to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways, not some, in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. Seek ye first. So whatever you're doing, if you're going back to school, seek him. It's okay to ask God, Lord, what do you think? Lord, should I? David did that all the time. When it was time to go into battle, David would always ask the Lord, should I go up? Should I go up? Should I go? And Lord, if I go, would I win? If I go, would I conquer? If I go, would you give them into my hands? And every time David sought God and David went up, David came back victorious until he got big and decided to number the people like he was God. And then he lost. When we do not seek God, our life turns into shipwreck. There are a lot of people who had great opportunities or sounded like great opportunities, and they took it and their lives were turned upside down. Why? We never seek God. Sometimes we think, oh, it's my life, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I know right from wrong. You may know right from wrong. 
but you don't know, you don't know how far ahead things are going to fall. See, you get in your room, you only see what's in your room. You may have other rooms out there. You don't know what's going on in the other rooms, especially those of us who have kids or when the kids were younger, you said, hey, what's going on out there? You know why? Because we in one room. And we have something going on out there, and we cannot see it. But our God, he sees your house. He sees your room. He sees the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, the backyard. He sees the garage. He sees the car. He sees your job. He sees every, 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 everything. That's why he wants us to seek him, because God will give us insight. God will tell us secrets that other people don't know. God will give us strategies. And you thinking, how do I, that's what I'm asking God now for. How, give me strategies when it comes to my business. Lord, how do I do this? How do I get there? Amen. I'm trying to ask God and I'm trying to be more and more. I'm trying to do it more and more because I had gotten so used to doing things on my own. Because when you see a single woman, who have been mother, who have been father. For those of you who celebrate Christmas, have been Santa Claus, or I should say Santa Claus, who, who celebrate Easter. I don't celebrate Easter. Who was the, the bunny rabbit? Who was the tooth fairy? What what other crazy stuff they have going on? Who was whatever that they, that you dress up for? A single mother has to be all that. You have to be the principal, you have to be the teacher, you have to be the counselor, you have to be the playmate, you have to be there for research, you have to be there for lunch. You have to do everything. So when a single woman has been in a place of doing for herself for so long, it's not that you intentionally say, you know what, I'm not going to ask God, I'm not going to see God, because you have been on autopilot for so long, you just go. And sometimes autopilot is a bad thing because we get too lackadaisical and we think we have things together. So you take your eyes quickly off of there and right then and there something can go wrong. But the Lord is saying to us, if we seek him first, he will give us insight. If we seek him first, when we're going to work, you're going to say, mm, something inside of me is just telling me go left and not right today. I'm going to go left. And you know what happened? God will protect you from an accident, a stray bullet or something. I, my sister was telling me, she, she lives in New York. She was telling me this man was laying in his bed. And next thing you know, he got hit by a stray bullet. Laying in his bed. Some clown was shooting, and no one know where the bullet came from, but it hit someone innocent in their bed. And I don't know if you, if, if, if you believe this or not, but because my God knows everything, if that man had been seeking God, if that man had been in the face of the Lord right before he laid down, or God would have done something where he did not get in that bed and get hit. There were people who were supposed to be in the towers when 911 happened, and they will tell you, man, I got to the coffee shop, and they just held me up. Somebody said they went to the cleaners, and, and the cleaners helped them. And somebody else got in traffic, and the red light, and they did not even realize that God was orchestrating something to save their life. 
How many of them struck God that morning? We don't know. How many of them had family members who prayed and covered them under the blood of Jesus? We don't know. But a lot of lives got saved. Why? Because somebody, I believe, sought God. If not them themselves, somebody was praying. Amen. So we have to seek God in everything we do. Sometimes you will forget because I do too. Sometimes you will forget because you are so excited. Oh, my God, you have an idea, and you just boom, 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 go for it. And not every good idea is a God idea. Let me tell you, the Bible tells us that the devil, he will show up as an angel of light. So don't think he can't give you a good idea. Don't think he cannot present a good opportunity in front of you. But what is hiding behind that opportunity? So many Christians in the world, we see these these celebrities and 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 they they just rise up and they the superstar and oh I want to be like this person I want to sing like this person I want to dance like this person and you have no clue who they saw or what they did. Some of these celebrities they don't serve our God. Some of these celebrities they curse our God. Some of these celebrities will let you know they want nothing thing to do with our God. And I say like this, if you don't like my God, I don't like you either. If you don't have nothing to do with my God, I have nothing to do with you either because the Bible tells us that darkness and light has nothing to do with each other. Amen. So seek first. Seek the kingdom of God first. And then what? His righteousness. This is to this is to kind of mess my mind up because I thought I couldn't get the righteousness thing. And the reason why I couldn't get the righteousness thing is because I've seen so many fake Christians. I've seen so many self-righteous, pious, proud, boastful. I have seen Christians who are only Christians because they say it out of their mouth. Their attitude their personality, character, flawed, destroyed. They cannot keep their word. They will look you dead in the eye. They will lie, and they will tell you, I am blessed and highly favored. No, you're a liar. Amen. You are a liar because the righteousness of God is not man-made or man-willed. It is his righteousness. So what is God's righteousness? It's doing things, not just right, but it's doing things the right way that the Lord told us to do it. Amen? It's doing things the right way that God tells us, because we can do things, and it can be right, but is it the right way? We can go somewhere, you know, and it could be right, but is it the right way? There is a huge difference, y'all. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's why the Bible tells us that when we stand before God, there are people that are going to say, Lord, did I not prophesy? Did I not lay hands on the sick? Lord, did I not preach the gospel? Lord, did I not feed somebody? Lord, did I not go visit somebody in prison? Lord, did I not help clothe somebody? Did I not do this, Lord? Did I not do that? Did I not do all these things, Lord? And although they were right, 
Although feeding hungry people was right, and although clothing people who could not clothe themselves was right, and although going and, and preaching the gospel to people was right, he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. Why? Because it was not done the way he told us to do it. There are a lot. <laughs> oh, God always gets me in trouble. Ah, God, you're going to get me in trouble. There is this, <laughs> there is this one prophet. He just really, really bothers me really bothers my spirit and my sister she keeps sending him to me and I'm like she sent him to me early and I'm like I, 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 I didn't tell her don't send it to me because he only prophesies <laughs> when you sow a seed and the minute those of you who, who ever set up Facebook where you can People can donate on Facebook, whatever. The minute he hears, ding! Oh, and the Lord said, and he talks so fast. And the Lord said, oh, I just saw you, you sow a seed. And it's like, it's like you are not supposed to, Holy Ghost, help me say that right. Use the prophetic as a way to flim flam people to get money. Let me say it like that. Prophecies from God. Amen. None of the gifts that we have. Amen. The book of Romans tells us that the, the our gifts and calling are without repentance. That's why you see there are people in the in, in in the world just singing and doing all that because that was their gift and they're not using it for the Lord, but God didn't take it from them. And for me to see people who and don't get me wrong, I believe in giving. I believe in giving tithes. I believe in giving offering. I believe in giving a love gift. I believe if, if you have it to do, y'all, if you have it to do, bless. You know what I'm saying? If I understand right now things are tight. I understand everybody, things are tight. I understand. But if God allow you to bless, Blessed because there's a blessing in return for you. Amen. But don't let anybody guilt you into telling you, give on the credit card that is already past due. Because I did that and messed me up. And for that reason, it made it kind of hard for me to give because I'm like, wait a minute. I gave on that credit card. God didn't give me no money to pay for that card. No, he did not give me no money to pay for, for, for that new debt on there. And sometimes, sometimes people will take advantage of people who they see are in a hard place. Because not every person that say they are a child of God, that say they are a Christian, that say they are a prophet, a bishop, an apostle, whatever, whatever, is true. That's why he will separate the sheep from the goat. That's why he will separate the wheat from the tear. What did he say? He said, let them grow up together. But there is a day coming where there will be a great separation. So yes, we're supposed to give, and we're supposed to give in the righteous way. 
but there are hirelings out there who are coming and they are seeing people in a vulnerable state and they are taking advantage of that. Now you gave and your heart is pure and your heart is clean and you really believe that you're giving unto the Lord, but they don't want that money to do anything for the Lord simply because they see the other pastor with the church down the street got a new Mercedes. Guess what? They want a new Mercedes too. Now they want to wear those, those gaiters and they want to look like something. And they're living a lifestyle off of the poverty of the people of God. And that is not righteous. So when we do things, if we say we're going to raise money to help somebody, if we're going to raise money, let us be righteous in our actions, in our words, in our deeds. Let us not, like they say back on island, talk with two tongues. The only animal... The only animal, the only creation of God. If, and if there is another one, somebody let me know. I know the anteater have a long tongue, and I know uh, the, the kimono dragons, they have long tongues and stuff. But the only animal I can think of right now that has a split tongue is who? The serpent. Why? He's a deceiver. He's a liar. He's a confuser. He's a babbler, and he talks, 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 talks until he hit the right word to get you to do what you never intended to do. And there are so many churches that are doing that right now because people right now are sick. People right now are afraid. People right now cannot pay their mortgage. People right now, I was listening to this young lady. She called uh, the prophet on, on, on the island, and she was saying uh, the, the repo man, they came, and they took her husband's truck, and, and the husband, he's depressed, and he is sad, and they, they need a, a deliverance. And people will hear that, and they will say, well, how much money do you have? $5, all you have? Okay, well, give it to the Lord, because you can't do nothing for with $5 anyway. Yes, I can. I can buy a can of milk. And I can buy some bread for my kids. I can get a thing of peanut butter and bread. So, and these people will have you starving. And let me tell you, when you come out of that Say stuff, what? you walk away and you think God is a fraud. And it's not God. It's the people who so-called represent God make God look bad. I have to learn this on my own. God is a very good God. God is a very loving God, but there are some people that you will look at and you will say, mm, I don't want their God. There are people in the world who has better morals than people in the church. There are people in the world that will treat you kindly, and then there are people in the world that will look at you. What you looking at? Take a picture. It lasts longer. Where's the love of Jesus? Where's the character? You know, you see people standing there, you know, and they need help, and nobody will do anything. Nobody will do anything. And I'm saying to you, don't let how people treat you make you think that that is how God sees you because it's a lie. And that's why it is so important to go back to that first verse to seek God, because when you 
seek God, you get to know God for himself. When you seek God, you don't have, uh, somebody might not like me, but anyway, I'm cool. You don't have to do like them Catholic people. Go in a little box and talk to a man who got sin just like us. And then for him to tell you he forgive you, he do the sign of the cross in the air and tell you, go say six Holy Marys and two Our Fathers. Amen. When you seek God for yourself, you get to know God for yourself. And when you get to know God for yourself, God will give you discernment to let you know when somebody's trying to flim flam you. As single women, as single men, those of us who are ready to be married or to be married for the first time, the second, or maybe third or fourth, amen, I can't knock nobody, okay? Not because. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Chris. <laughs> Not because he is tall, dark, and handsome. That means he's Prince Charming. Not because he is blonde and blue eyes or brown hair and green eyes, well tan, or however you like them, that does not mean, okay, they are Prince Charming. You would be surprised. Tall, dark, and handsome can be so nasty. Don't, not because she's 36, 24, and 38 brothers, don't think that's all there is to it. Seek God, because just in case you did not know, women know how to use what God gave us to get what we want from y'all. Amen? So don't just look at the body. Ask God, what spirit is lurking in that body? What spirit has attached itself to that body? And we get into relationships, and we get more and more broken. Why? We did not seek first the kingdom of God, and we did not seek, we did not do things the righteous way. What is the righteous way, Diane? Thank you. I'm glad you asked. I know for the state of Texas, the state of Texas says, if you live with somebody, you're a man, you live with a woman, you're a woman, you live with a man for six months, that is considered common law marriage. I don't care what the state of Texas, I have great respect for our governor. Amen. I think he's doing a great job with our state. Amen. But let me tell you something. I cannot put the word of my governor over the word of God. What God say is right. He said, if you are living with somebody that's not your husband, that's not your wife, you're sleeping in the, in the same bed and you're doing the lumbata, it is fornication. You know what scares me? I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about me because I'm such a secretive person. <laughs> you know what scares me? You know one of the reasons why I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just hold on until I get married. My thing is, what would, <laughs> what would I think, how would I feel if in the middle of the Lombarda, the trumpet of God sounds? Would that 20, 30 minutes worth me being left behind and having to deal with the Antichrist and the false prophet? Would that 
be good enough reason for me to have to stand before a be before the Antichrist and say, No, I'm not gonna worship your beast and have my head what? cut off. I much rather hold on and I much rather on my wedding night let loose knowing that God have blessed the sanctity of my marriage. And if in the middle of the Lombarda, the Lord comes, guess what? Both of us going up in two different happy kind of ways. I don't know if that makes sense to you. But I would much rather lay in with what? my husband and the trumpet of God's son, and we both go to heaven rather than laying in the bed with somebody who is not mine and I'm not theirs and the trumpet of the Lord sound. And now we're mad at each other, trying to choke each other, blaming each other because, no, 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 we should have waited, we should have waited, we should have got married. My daddy used to tell us to mind your P's and Q's. What does that mean? Pay attention. Watch. Don't just do anything any kind of way. Precaution, he used to tell us, is better than cure. When we do things in the righteousness of God, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to look forward to Romans 6.23 for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. When we do it the right way, we know it is automatically blessed by God. And when we do things and it is blessed by God, who God have blessed or what God have blessed, no man can curse. Amen. This is why, you guys, we are living in the last of the last days. And I don't know about you, but I am trying my best every day. I could be sitting there and I will sing and I say, Lord, I don't know if I've sinned, but God, I repent. Please forgive me. If I think about it, I have not caused anybody any harm. I've not done anything. But how many of you know sometimes the wrong thought will run in your mind? And then that thought gets so good, next thing you know, you've made a whole story out of it. Because I am one of these people who is very... I have a very active mind. Amen. I have a very active mind. My fiance tell me I'm one of those people who will never have Alzheimer's because my mind is always active. I always have it on something, doing something, so it's always going. Amen. So we have to do things. How? By seeking the Lord first and doing his, doing it the right way. And what does he said? And then he say all of these things will be added unto you. What things? What are you asking God for? What are you seeking God for? Are you asking God for a new house? Are you asking God for a new house because where you are is not good and you want better for your family? Or is it because your sister's husband just bought her a new house and you want to be in competition with her? You asking God for a new job. Why? Is it because you are in need of a financial advancement? Or because you want to show your ex-wife or your ex-husband, oh, I don't need you. I'm making more money than you now. What is the motive? What are our motives? He said, all these things shall be added unto you. You cannot go and ask God for stuff because you're jealous. 
You cannot go and seek God for stuff because you're envy. You cannot come to God and ask God for a financial blessing, but you don't care about the things of God. You're not saved. Amen. You're not, you're not even trying to be saved. Amen. So can we, how, because let me tell you something. This is me. I don't know if the Lord is like that, <laughs> but I will feed my kids. Before I feed anybody else's kids. Is that wrong? No, that's mine. Amen? That's mine. So why would I leave my kids behind and go feed somebody else's kids? And I believe when we seek God and when we're living the best that we can, Lord, I'm doing the best that I can. And, Lord, where I am weak, Lord, make me strong, Lord. Where I am a little wobbly, God, give me stability because, God, I'm really trying to live for you. Help me to live this life, God, that's pleasing unto you. I believe when we come to that place and humble ourselves and tell God, look, I pour myself out before you like water. I am nothing. I cannot breathe. I cannot eat. I cannot sleep. Lord, when I'm sleeping, you're the one keeping the blood running through my veins. You're the one keeping my heart pumping. You regulate my blood pressure, God, while I'm sleeping. Amen. There was no police that came to my house. There was no fireman. There was no ambulance. Nothing. Nobody tried to break into my house. I am good. I am good. I can go to God because God knows. You know what? I see she's trying. Because remember, man look on the outward, but God look at your heart. So it, we can look all holy on the outside. But if our heart does not match the holiness and the righteousness of God, all what we're doing is in vain living a deceptive life, letting the devil fool us, thinking we're getting away with something and we're not. Remember, the devil don't care about nobody. The devil care about himself and himself alone. Remember what John chapter 10 verse 10 tells us, that he comes forth to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But what did Jesus tell us? He said he comes that we may have life. Not just regular life, have it in abundance. Amen. So today, let's just, as you start your day, as you finish your day, just take out your Bible. Look at Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his, his righteousness. Not, not your preacher, not your pastor, not nobody. And his righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. When our ways pleases the Lord, he said he will make even our enemies to be at peace with us. Amen. I hope this word have encouraged you. I hope this word lets you know. First of all, let me say this. There's nothing, no sin that you have committed that can stop God from loving you. And I want to say to you, if you are listening and you don't know Jesus, if you're listening and you backslid, if you're listening and you say, this Jesus that you just told me about, I want to know him for myself. Please repeat this simple prayer. Let's make today the day that you accept Jesus. Say, Father, I come in the name of Jesus. Lord, I am a sinner. Lord, I am a backslider. 
But, Father, I am coming today because I make a decision, Lord, to leave the world and come to you. So, Father, I am asking that you forgive me of my sin. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from every sin I've committed, every iniquity, every transgression. Wash me thoroughly with the blood of Jesus. I make a decision that today I will serve you and you alone. Father, erase my name out of the book of death and write it in the book of life. I believe by faith I am saved, and my name has been written in the book of life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you prayed this prayer, let me be the first to say welcome into the kingdom of the Most High God. Get you a Bible. Begin to pray. Begin to read your word. And as you read your word, ask the Lord for understanding and ask him to begin to reveal himself even the more to you. Let God know you are serious. When you want to get in a dress, you get serious with your diet. You say, I ain't having no bread. I'm not having no sugar. It's the same thing with the Lord. The same way you fight for anything else, the same way you go hard for anything else, it's the same way you go hard for your relationship with the Lord. I want to thank TPV Radio, Pastor Chris, Sister Shanice, thank you so much for the opportunity that I am able to come and speak the word of the Almighty God. To everyone who's listening, I want to thank you. Please go to lubrandbooks.com. My new book entitled, What If Living with the Regrets of Yesterday, I would be blessed if you would go and support me uh, next Tuesday, same time, same place. Don't forget, you guys, next Wednesday, Thursday is the 1st of September, and right after that is October. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I am looking to have a great show for you for the entire month of October. I'm going to try to see if I can start like the last Tuesday of, of September, and for the month of September, when it comes to Domestic Violence Awareness Month, Pastor Chris usually gives us two hours, so hopefully this year we'll be able to do it again. I'm looking for uh, 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 people who will come and let and give testimonies of how the Lord delivered them from abuse, mental, physical, sexual, emotional, uh, sex trafficking, amen, because there are a lot of people out there that are hurting, and I want you to know that God did it for me and God have done it for other people, and he can and will do it for you as well. So, Father, we want to thank you for today. We want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you because you are such an awesome God. We want to thank you because you have loved us with an everlasting love. Father, I pray for the ones who received you today or the ones who will hear this message later and will receive you. Lord, we want to thank you for them. We ask God that you encourage their hearts. We want to thank you, God, for this TPV radio family bless us continue to encourage each program god to come out here and to speak your word not being fearful or not being afraid give us boldness to speak what thus says the lord you guys we will be back next tuesday god's will same time same place same station with yours truly author and speaker diane lubrick so walk with me family 
Let's go. I love you. Good night, everybody. Or good morning. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.